Yo, what's up? And welcome to episode 88 of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton, and joining me is my brother from another mother, Woody V. What's going on, Robbie? I'm going to miss you, man. It's just the last episode we're going to be doing for a while, right? So- it's a little bit sad, isn't it? Yeah, I guess we'll talk a little bit about that more to the end. But yeah, I think you're going to be away for a full month. So it's just going to be me That's with right, some yeah. special guest hosts. Yeah, so I will miss you. So we'll make sure we go out with a bit of a bang with this one. But of course, you'll be back once you're back from your overseas trip. Well, before we get into it, just a reminder to please make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you listen to the audio, it's available where all podcasts are found. Please make sure you like, rate and subscribe there. All right, what's, what do we do every week, right? We talk about our pretty insane uh, jersey collections right so you can see you're wearing one that i think is quite new and i know you've got a bit of a story about that one so why don't you talk to us today yeah for sure i'll just stand up man so woods is standing up rocking the number 55 dikembe matombo atlanta hawks jersey i think it's a it's mitchell and ness is it or mitchell and ness mitchell and ness it is indeed hey you don't want me to read out his full name again do you i did that the other week yeah you did and (laughs) you've worn his jersey i've worn his jersey so we won't go into all his accolades and what he's achieved Mm. i thought i'd wear this jersey because i'm having my 40th this saturday a lot of friends of the podcast are coming sports blokes mookie you know jacinta a lot of our listeners and fans are coming and the theme of the party has to be Wear your favorite sporting jersey. It has to be, of course. We're going to see a whole heap of great jerseys. Hopefully a lot of basketball jerseys, but we might see some soccer jerseys, some cricket jerseys, some Mm. NFL jerseys. So it's just going to be a spectacle seeing about 120 plus people all wearing their colorful jerseys. So uh, I'm really excited. Hey, is this the hat you'll be wearing? Is that a sneak peek as well? Nah, 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 man. I'm getting my hair done nicely. Ah, so no hat. Oh, we're going to be looking smart. My mom's doing a rat's tail for me, man. So, you know, (laughs) what do you think about that? (laughs) Sounds interesting. I like it. I like it. (laughs) And who's emceeing? Um, some guy I know pretty well, yeah, and no, I'm doing the honours with our, our super producer, Lala, so no, really looking forward to it, mate. I'm um, glad we put the long weekend as well in Sydney, so that's something to look forward to. And I believe you're flying out, what, Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Nice, I'm sure you'll be pretty pretty good shape about then, right? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> nice. Well, um, I thought I'd take it a little bit retro. I like that jersey, by the way, must admit. Um, so Mitchell and Ness, right? I did ask that yep. before. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Um, well, I'm taking it a bit retro today. So as my daughter said when she saw these two jerseys, they're twins, these two jerseys. So uh, a couple of guys that were with teammates back in the 90s. So look, I'll just talk a little bit about the one I'm hanging first, and I'll stand up and show you the one I'm rocking. So uh, hanging behind me, um, it's none other than a blue Dallas Mavericks champion jersey of Jim Jackson or Jimmy Jackson, as he is known there. So um, someone I always liked, um, you know, I was always fond of the number 24's Wood. So um, another one of these guys I've mentioned that I saw play college on those ABC games back in the day and kind of followed his career. Um, look a little bit about Jimmy Jackson there. So I uh, played 14 seasons in the NBA after getting drafted out of Ohio State by the Mavs at pick four in the 92 draft. Um, of course, that's a draft we both love there, Woods. Yep, um, sure, actually yep. played with the second most teams in NBA history um, after Ish Smith um, and shares this interesting record of playing with uh, 12 teams with uh, three other players. You know which uh, three players are, Woods? You know, I love putting you on the spot. Uh, Jeff Green. Uh, oh, unless I haven't updated, I don't think it is Jeff Green. Unless, I don't know, the Houston, he hasn't played for Houston yet this year. But um, um, yeah. three, three old, oh, Tony, old school. Tony Massenberg, for sure. Tony Massenberg is one. Two more. <laughs> one, one with about the most simple name you could ever have as a, a human being. Um, and another one, you'll definitely know the other one. Um, 
So the okay, so they've played for twelve different teams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how many have we got? We got Jim Jackson, Tony Mazenberg, and two. Yeah, and right? there's two more. So one with the most plain name you could ever think of. It's almost like a you know a, a, like a, a fake name sort of thing. Like a, it's just such a simple name. And the other one is a bit of a random one, but yeah. So what did you say about Ish Smith? Um, so he played. Uh, he's got the record now, Ish Smith. So okay. um, so this is who's second, right? Yeah, that's Equal right. Second. Yeah. Oh. So Jimmy Jackson, Tony Massenberg, two others. You know, I love putting it on the spot too. I'm having a blank, man. All right, so the man with the plain name. I can hear Stu from the sports folks yelling us out from, from his couch at the moment. So Joe Smith, of course, right? Okay, all right. Um, and yeah, the other one, the other, yeah, you should have got the other one, I reckon, because when you think of Jimmy Jackson, well, I do anyway, I always think of Chucky Brown. All right. Um, so just, yeah, yeah, total journeyman guys that sort of played around. Um, I didn't know about Chucky Brown, but, yeah, I should have definitely got Joe Smith, right? Well, I hope you're comfortable with because I'm going to read out the teams that Jim Jackson played for, so it might take a little while. So okay. Mavs, Nets, 76ers, Warriors, Blazers, our Hawks, Cavs, Heat, Kings, Rockets, Suns, and Lakers. So he's had all stops there, hasn't he? So, you know, basically a third of, or pretty much close to a third of the NBA teams. Um Surprisingly, Woods, no real NBA accolades. Um, he had a very solid career, though. 14 points, four rebounds, three assists, and a number of college awards at Ohio State. But, yeah, surprisingly, never sort of made that next level. No All-Star games, no sort of, you know, big things like that. I guess he was probably close on a couple of years, I'd say. Um, so he's currently 52 years of age, um, works as a basketball analyst. Um, and then, yeah, the, the one I'm, uh, I'll show you who I'm, I'm wearing first, and I'll tell a bit of a story about him. As I said, pretty much twin jerseys, these ones today, but I'll show you who I'm rocking. And Robbie's rocking the same Dallas Mavericks champion, Jamal Mashburn jersey. And Robbie, you know, before you continue, I love that mm. jersey, right? And you know I love to sing on this show, so I'm just going to give you a little clip. clip oh, look here, at right? I'm prompted. Unbreak <clears throat> my heart, say you love me again. Who sings it? Um, oh, yeah, that's... um. Tony Braxton, right? <laughs> exactly. You get what I'm going with this, So, right? of course, yeah. There's a bit of a love triangle right in that season between Tony Braxton, um, yeah, and these, these sort of guys there. So, people can Google that if they don't know that story. It's pretty interesting. It's, um, it's you know, age pretty funny with people talking about that one. Um, <laughs> nice thing as well. Um, interesting thing about these guys, um, so they both had career-high 50 points in separate games in the 94-95 season as teammates. So, obviously, you know, they both got cooking in those games there. So, I think I'd probably safe to say Matt Mashburn's a guy we both liked, right? Um, hell yeah, hell yeah. A little bit about him. So this is his blue Mavs champion jersey. Um, played 12 seasons in the NBA, so not as long as, as JJ there, after getting drafted out of Kentucky by the Mavs at pick four in the 93 draft. Um, so he was basically one year after Jimmy Jackson. Um, I'd describe it as a good career, right? Um, it was definitely cut short due to chronic knee injuries. Um, played with the Mavs, Heat, and Hornets. So... A lot less travel than Jimmy Jackson. Um, did have a one-time All-Star, so that's kind of on his resume there. One-time NBA All-Star. Also made one All-NBA third team, um, and he was an All-Rookie first team in 94. So <clears throat> pretty solid stats. Um, you like how I put you on the spot before, so I'm going to do it again now, Woods. So okay. um, Masburn averaged 20.8 points per game in the 03-04 season, um, and he's one of only six players since 1970 to have averaged at least 20 points per game in his final NBA season. So in Mashman's final NBA season, he averaged 20.8 before those injuries uh, made him retire early. Six other people since, um, or six people in total have done that since 1970. So Mashburn's one. Can you give me any of the other five guys? Wilt. No. 
Okay, he didn't. He struggled maybe 15 in his last season. All right. Michael Jordan, for sure. And the Michael Jordan, correct. He yeah. averaged 20 points in 0203. So you've got four to go. Um, one of them a little bit before our time, but an absolute legend. One an absolute legend that we sort of, you know, would have started watching when we were young. Um, and the other two, uh, rest in peace, guys. Okay, so Kirby Bryant, for sure, right? No. 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 Oh, no, he's about 18 in his last season. Probably close, yeah. Um, Pistol Pete, is he in there? No. Okay. Um, man. So try and think of the two rest in peace guys. So one of them, his last season was, season was 92, 93, and the other one was 92, 93 as well, actually. So um, both average, one average 22, one average 20. So think of a couple of really gun players. You'd almost, um, no, 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 you'd no, say no, they no, were no, at the no, prim no, primes no. of their careers at those stage in, in the early 90s that, that passed away. Malik um, Sealy? No. No, he didn't average 20, no. Uh, one had a heart condition, one was killed in an, an oh, auto, auto accident. Reggie Lewis, Lewis correct. So he was 20.8 points in 92-93. Drazen Petrovic. Drazen. Petrovic. So Petrovic. Petrovic, yeah. Petrovic yeah. I think we're wrong with you. Yeah. But 22.3 points in that 92-93 season, which I thought was, was pretty amazing there. So two to go, right? So um, one of them, they're, they're both white, if that gives you any clues as well. Uh, one, they're both absolute legends, right? They're both like top 50 all-time players. Um, one... Larry Bird. Larry Bird, correct. So Larry Bird averaged 20.2 in 91-92. Um, the other one, his last season was 73-74 and he averaged 20.3. So um, okay, I'm I'll give you a clue, Woods. You can see him on each of the jerseys we're wearing today. Jerry West. Jerry West, correct. So I thought that was a pretty interesting fun fact there. So yeah. just repeating that, so six guys averaged 20-plus in their final NBA season. So Jamal Mashburn, Jerry West, Larry Bird, Drazen Petrovic, Reggie Lewis, and Michael Jordan. So I like that one then. Um, you did pretty well too. So um, so Mashburn, currently 50 years of age. Um, he's actually had some really good success. I'm not sure if you're aware of it since his career ended. So he's actually owned over 90 different businesses, um, including Outback Steakhouses, Papa John's, and a number of car dealerships. So certainly gone pretty well in retirement there. But um, what are your memories on, on both of these guys? So maybe start with JJ and then a, a little bit about um, Jamal Mashburn. Well, I remember getting that Beckett with Triple J and the caricature of the three, you know, and you did tell me to wear a Jason Kidd jersey today. I, I inquired to see if you have one handy, but I, I like the one you chose. I do yeah. have one, but I yeah. chose this one. But hmm. yeah, I mean, I remember them very fondly as the Triple J on that on that team. Yeah. Um, I remember Jim at the Suns as well for some reason, you know, hmm. the short-lived stint there coming off the bench as a sixth man. Uh, Jamal, I kind of like... The injuries were the big thing with him, yeah, right? Yeah, I like, mean, I remember him at the Hornets, right, for a little mm. while. Um, he was alongside Vladdy for a, a season, maybe, at the Hornets. If yeah, I'm could have been right. right. Yeah, played with David Wesley, Elton Campbell, yeah. some of those guys back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, his career, I mean, like I said, one-time All-Star, one All-NBA team, so he had some accolades there, but I think just a, a chronic knee injury that kind of robbed him there. But how about that stat as well? Both of them scoring 50 points in, in separate games in that in that um, season there for Dallas. So could both certainly fill it up, couldn't they? So And they didn't get along because of Tony Braxton. That's not that's not a rumour. That's the truth, nah, right? No, it's, it is the truth, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. Could you imagine that a story like that with social media and all those sort of things now? I mean, this is all stuff you'd get reported in, you know, newspaper articles and stuff back in the day. I mean, we're talking, you know, early to mid-90s when there was no, you know, basically no internet, certainly no social media, you know, and basically it was such a big story. So you can imagine that went down now. That'd be pretty interesting. So, yeah, yeah good stuff. All right, I appreciate that. So, yeah, a couple of retro sort of guys there. I appreciate Enjoy the it. sneak peek for the jersey for the for the big birthday this weekend and a couple of What are you going to be rocking? Are you, are you going to let it out? What are you going to be wearing? Um, 
Well, it's down to two, actually. It's either going to be a Josh Smith one, this basically the same style as what you're wearing, so we can yep. kind of always be twins there. The other one that's still in the running, it's a random one. It's an Isaiah Thomas Sacramento Kings jersey. And it's that one where it's like the half purple, half black, so beautiful looking jersey. But I think I'll probably go the Josh Smith. I think you should too, all right? I think so, yeah. Rock the you know the, the logo we like in our hawks as well. For so. sure, for sure, man. Yep. All right, appreciate that, Wood. So, yeah, we're going to miss um, showing these jerseys with you the next uh, you know, few episodes. We'll certainly be getting our, our guests to try and rock one. So, well, it's that time. I know we've enjoyed doing this the last few years. Um, this is where we yep. make our NBL predictions, all right? So, I should say, at the time of recording, Tuesday the 26th of September, we are less than 48 hours away from the first game of the season. So, And, of course, the what do they call that game? I know you're the expert on what the, the local games are called. So what's the, the game on Thursday called? Um, we've got the... Oh, come on. I don't have to look it up. It's the two Melbourne teams oh, sold the out, throwdown, right? The throwdown. The throwdown. All right, so the throwdown. So Melbourne. All tickets are already sold out, which is a great effort there. So Scotty Pippen's going to be there. Um, oh, great. Yeah, amazing. Like I said the other week, maybe bring Danny Manning there and you'll get two of my all-time favourites there together. But um, no, that's good. I'm sure him and Longley will catch up. But um, all right, what we do, so, you know, we've done this the last couple of seasons. Um, we'll come back at the end of the season there. So we're going to make a few tips here. I'm sure there'll be a few outrageous predictions, maybe a few Homer ones from either of us there with some of the picks there. But what I might do, Woods, I, so I don't know what you've picked there, full disclosure there. We don't like know what each other like have like picked. It. Yep. So I'll basically name the category and, and maybe you can start off and I'll go. So let's start off with, with maybe the one of the most important one. So MVP, who you got? I got Mitch Creek. I think it's about time that he gets that award yep. now. You know, he's always been on the periphery of that award. Hmm. He's healthy. I, the, the Southeast Melbourne team, I didn't actually rate him looking at their roster at the start of the season. You did. But hmm. after watching the Blitz and Mike Kelly and, and how he's got that team going, I think Mitch Creek is going to really thrive in that system. So I'm uh, going to go good, with Mitch Creek. Good pick. I really thought about Mitch Creek as well. Um, put the Homer hat on. I've gone Bryce Cotton. Um, Obviously, we did find out today they'd signed a third import. When I put this together on the weekend, I thought, you know, they've only got the two imports there. They've lost a bit of players, got some young players. But, um, look, I mean, both these guys were in the top three last year, weren't they, with DJ Hogue? I mean, am I right with mm -hmm. those were the three? Yeah. Oh, and, and, and Cooks, obviously, right, was yeah. was there? Yeah, Cooks. Yeah, Cooks. And maybe um, maybe Doyle was up there as well. Or yeah, even, those um, five, those five. Even Derek Pardon, yeah. But, yeah. look, I think both both of those picks are pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised if one of us gets those right. So, yeah, I'm not sure yep. what it'll be. Um, all right, well, we might go straight to All-NBL. So, who are your All-NBL players? Um, I wasn't too strict, really, on positions. I've kind of got a little bit of um, repetitive sort of positions here. But, anyway, we'll see how we go. Who are your five? I, I kind of stuck to positions. You know I like mm, to do that, right? Traditionalists, so yeah. Uh, yeah, Adams at point guard, uh, Cotton at the two. Mitch Creek at the three, DJ Hogg at the four, and Keanu Pinder. So at two the five. Kings and two Wildcats. Two Kings and two. two uh, yeah, so wow. Adams and Hogg, Pinder and Cotton, and then Creek to close the Mate, I hope game. Adams looks a bit better than he looked in the preseason because he didn't look amazing to me. But um, interesting. Well, of those five, I've got two of the same. So obviously I've got Cotton and I've got Mitch Creek. Um, my other three, so I've got Delhi making all NBL first team. I think Melbourne's going to be really good this year. I think he might be the guy that gets a lot of that um, credit and attention there. So I'm going to go Delhi. Um, picking Milton Doyle. Um, at the three, I think he's really going to have another good year coming in, you know, knowing what this league's all about here. I think he's going to be all the better for it. And I guess I've gone a little bit of a fly with the other one. Um, I've gone Cheatham or Chatham from New Zealand, oh, whichever way we're saying that. He's the keeper. Um, <laughs> no, no, you know, I love a bit of Rocco, but no, not all NBA. But he will be in the Olympics next year, you mark my words. No um, way. Well, we'll see about that. So, um, yeah, so Cotton, Delhi, Doyle Creek. And are we going with Chatham or Cheatham? What, what's your understanding Cheatham. of that? Cheatham. Cheatham. All right, Cheatham. Like the look of what I saw of him in the Blitz there. And, 
um, you know, we saw New Zealand have some guys right up there at this time last season. I think he's going to be great with BMW feeding him the ball there, and I think he's going to have a good year. So interesting. So the two, and I guess obviously the, the Pinder one, can he stay healthy for a full year? I know you're a big Pinder fan as well, so I, I certainly hope he can. Um, all right, I mean, looking forward to see who you've picked for these. So give me the grand final and who's going to take out the, the NBL championship this year. Sydney versus Perth in the finals and Ooh. Sydney to win. Nice. Who's getting home court advantage in this this prediction of yours? Perth. Perth. Interesting. All right. Well, I've gone United to beat Perth in the final. So it felt bad of me to say that, but I think United's going to go all the way this year. Um, well, we know we've got United and Perth in the grand final. Who are your other two teams to make the semis? Uh, yes. So I've got Sydney, Perth, New Zealand, Melbourne. Okay, yeah, I've got um, Sydney, Perth, New Zealand, and South East Melbourne, so just the one different there. All right, this is the bit that could so hold make on, us... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm, hold on. Mm, mm. Didn't you say Melbourne would win the final? Yeah, so I've got... So basically my semis, I've got Melbourne to beat Sydney, and I've got Perth to beat South East, so Melbourne to beat uh, Perth in the final. Okay, okay, yeah. so you don't have New Zealand making the top four. No, right? don't have New okay, Zealand. Gotcha, no. and in sorry. fact, that might be one of my surprises coming up. But Well, this is where I thought we might name our top ten in order there, Wood. So this is the one that could definitely make us look a bit silly at the start of the year. So let's do these one by one. Let's start off with Wooden Spoon. I think I know who we might have for that. Who you got for tenth? Adelaide. Me too. All right, I, think, I don't think many people won't have them as their Wooden Spoon pick. Um, all right, who you got for second last? And I hate to do this because they do have a much better roster, and I do think... Our good friend, Coach Jacob, is going to do a good job this year. Mm. But just the, the talent is so good. And I just can't see Illawarra getting above ninth. So I've got them in my ninth spot. Interesting. Hey, don't walk out of the room and I'll tell you my ninth. I'm sorry, but I've got cans. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we saw how well they went last year when people were picking to be a wooden spoon. People, All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So who have you got for eighth? Ninth, uh, eighth, you mean? Yeah, eighth. Yeah, okay, yeah. eighth. I've got uh, Brisbane. Me They're going to do well. All they're right. going to have a good season, but I, I don't... I agree. I think they'll be better. I think they'll be decent to watch. But like you said, the, each team seems to have really improved in talent there. I just can't see them moving up much further than that. So, interesting. We've got two of the first three, right? So, this is the last team. So, this is number seven now, right? So, the, this is the last team that we think is not going to make the, the play in there. So, who you got for seventh? I've got chance. Okay. Well, this might be where my first surprise comes in, Wood. Got New Zealand here. At seventh. So, at seventh. So, I don't know this is a that. tough one. So, this is one I'm sort of going on a bit of a limb here. Uh, just don't think the imports are going to be as good as last season. I think some of the other teams have, have bolstered up. I am, you know, I am sort of high on some of their players there. Um, but I just, yeah, I just think that's going to happen there. And I, I think they had a really good run on the road last year with their games. I don't know. Could be completely wrong. They could end up being top two or something. But anyway, this is why we make these crazy predictions in September, right? I mean, so, you got Jackson, Cartwright, and Cheatham, right? And you just had Cheatham in your in your true, all-in true. NFL team. Right? Yep, I did. I did. All right. So basically, so we've got the two teams, I guess, so fifth and sixth are the ones that are making the play in there. So who have you got for sixth? Uh, for sixth, I've got SEM. Okay, interesting. So I've got Illawarra here. So that's probably one that we differ a fair bit there. So yeah. I've got Illawarra finishing sixth. Oh, um, that's, that's, uh... I could definitely see that kind of you know switching around between Illawarra and New Zealand. It could be one of those things, which team stays the healthiest there. But um, interesting. And who have you got for fifth? Tassie. Me too. So interesting. So so far, we've both got Adelaide coming last. We've both got Brisbane coming eighth. And we've both got Tassie coming fifth. So three so far we've got right. Yeah. All right, so now the all-important top four. Who you got finishing fourth? New Zealand. Okay, Sydney for me. Uh, third? Melbourne. Southeast for me. Uh, second? Sydney. Yep, Perth for me. And then first? Perth. 
Perth. I'm united for me. Interesting. I'm surprised you're so high on Perth. Do you think it would have been me sort of picking him to to finish first? I mean, I guess I've got him, you know, going to the, the final or losing anyway. I think but... Alex Saar is going to be a revelation, right? Yep. Pinder and Cotton playing together, mm. going to be outstanding. Um, yeah, just... It's a very different team. I mean, it looks like they've clicked pretty well so far. They were pretty solid in the blitz, but you wonder if it'll take them a little while to get used to things. But no, I like it. I like sort of doing that. And yeah, we'll obviously look back and when the ladder comes out, we'll see if any of us look pretty stupid there. But... I like Jordan Usher as well, by the way, and the, and the Webster boys. Man, they've got a big stack. I like yeah, the team. My boy Ben Henschel as well, of yeah, course. Henschel, yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've got a more sort of few fun sort of ones and ones that we'll, you know, we'll sort of look at as well. So what is your Kings win total? So I'll say last year they finished 19-9. What have you got them finishing 20, this year? 20 and 8. Ooh, 20 and 8. Okay. I've got them going 17 and 11. So you've got them improving by one. Uh, from last year, I've got them going down too. So you actually think they're going to be better than last year with this, this change roster, right? And a new coach. Yep. I think down, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So Perth, uh, last year 15 and 13. What have you got them this year? 21 and 7. Wow, mate. If they came 21 and 7, I'd be pretty pleased. Um, I've got a little bit more conservative. I've got an 18 and 10. So interesting. You've got them improving by six games. So you know that's a, a pretty big improvement if I get that. I hope you're right, Woods. I really do. Because I think those teams can't. Brisbane, Illawarra, Adelaide. Adelaide, not really. But the, the other yeah. ones, they'll be competitive, right? But they're yeah. not really going to be able to win a lot of the games apart from the ones against each other. I've just mm. got that vibe, you know? And true, true. I think, um, well, I've got, yeah. I've got the next one, the team with the worst record. We know who that's going to be. I haven't asked you this before, but give me a win title. So obviously we both picked Adelaide for the worst record. We're talking a 28-game season. How many games are Adelaide going to win? Six, Max. Six. Six. I'll go six. So yeah. six and 22. Yeah. Mm. I'll... I'll say seven and twenty-one, but yeah, certainly around that mark there. I think they're going to be. be what did what did uh, Lawara win last year? Was it four? Three. Three was it? Okay, so yeah. I mean, who knows if the league's like it is and Adelaide continue like this? I mean, they could you know be that three or four win. But I just I can't see it happening. And you know, teams that are playing those back to backs, you know, the, the attrition over the season and that. But yeah, both pretty similar with that. All right, so rookie of the year, who you got? Taron Armstrong. Ooh, interesting. Tell me why. Man, he's just going to have the keys to the offense. I think he might even be one of the league leaders in assists, to be mm. fair, right? Yep. Um, he's coming. Sounds like sure. you're telling me someone's going to be in your fantasy team, if you say that. It's already his keys. Even though nice. he's, they're on the singles, he's on mm. that very basement price. So I've yep. got him in my fantasy team, um, at least until they go to play those NBA games. I've got him in there, right? Nice. Um, That's weird how they're doing that too, isn't it? Sort of start off the season and then they're going over there. That's yeah. it's interesting how they do that. Yeah. But yeah, he's just going to be one of the league leaders in assists. He's going to yep. blog minutes, plenty of minutes, and he just looks more mature than any of those youngsters. He's ready. Mm. He's ready to play in the professional uh, game now. So. No, good call. I like that one. Um, Lachlan Albridge for me. Um, love what I saw of that guy. You know, I was really high on this guy coming out. I watched quite a bit of him, you know, in that NBL One Central last year. Um, I'm shocked that the 36ers couldn't try and get this guy. You know, it's obviously a great coup for Coach Jacomas and the Hawks to get him over there. He looked really good in the preseason. I think. I think there's going to be minutes to have there. I think him and um, Samson Froling are going to be a, a great combination. There. You know, I, love I think like Samson. maturity beyond his years, right? Mm. Just like Taron Armstrong, he looked like yeah. he's ready to play at the professional level. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe that's why you're a bit higher on Illawarra than some people are. Yeah, right? possibly so. Yeah. If he takes that leap as a 19-year-old that I may be expecting, that could be enough. And I think he's a chance to lead the league in field goal percentage as well. He's a really efficient shooter there. So, um, it's interesting. Right. Mookie and hmm. um, Mookie came on the roundtable this week. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet. Shout out yeah, to the boys the, on there, yeah. The, the boys, um, um, 
boys all got Illawarra's ninth. So you're you're one one person. Interesting. The, you know the the media yeah. that, that's actually got Illawarra that high in that making that. Top and that just shows you. People seem like they've been so excited about the Hawks. That just shows you how much the league is improving. And I think it was, uh, Bryce Cotton came out today and said he thinks that the league's as strong as it's ever been. Yep. It's hard to argue with that at the moment. No, I agree. All right, so a couple more to go. Um, so six man of the year. I found this one pretty hard. Who who you got for that? You don't know which imports are going to potentially be off the bench as well. I think Ely or Clark, whoever's starting, mm. the other one will get six months. All six right, so which one is it? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I think Melbourne might go with Clark and, and Delhi starting in, in the backcourt. So and Ely off Ely. the bench. Yep. Ily, right, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, as I said, I found this one hard. I'm going to say Lachlan Horbridge again. I'm going to say he gets the double award here, the Rookie of the Year and the Six Man. Again, like we said, you know, pretty much every team is running with the, well, apart from maybe one, is running with the three imports there. So I think there's a chance. We saw Barry Brown Jr. got it last year, you know, being an import off the bench. So I think there's a chance it could be an import. But, yeah, I'm picking um, young Lockie Horbridge for that. Um, so three more to go, I think. Um, most improved. Who you got for that? I'm going to say Jalen Galloway or Isaac White. I just think mm-hmm. with Jalen Galloway, Galloway's a good pick. Not, yeah. might not get the minutes that he wants with, mm. you know, Tui also playing that position and, yeah. you know, Valentine moving to the three. He might not get the minutes he needs to, to improve those stats enough. I think Isaac White is someone who's really going to take this opportunity with Brisbane. So I'll probably He'll go Isaac minutes. White marginally. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I've got a bit of one from left field from your second team here. So I've got AK Gak. Um, we just see him having a pretty decent season for Cairns there. I'm, I'm quite a fan of those Gak brothers there. Um, yeah, bit of a, an interesting one there. I mean, it's it's always a bit hard to predict the most improved, isn't it? A lot of it depends on, you know, minutes and, and health and those sort of things there. But considering what his numbers were last year, which were basically nothing, because he pretty much didn't play out, I'm going to say AK Gak for that one. Yeah. Um, like that or not? He, he might even be the third string centre on that team, though. That's the only thing, right? If he Maybe. gets his minutes, he can. He I think he's skilled enough that you can... Well, I think he's skilled. You can play him with one of those big guys. I think yeah. you can play him alongside yeah. Wardenberg there. He can stretch the floor a little bit like that. He's athletic, so interesting to see how that goes. Um, all right, uh, defensive player of the year. Who you got for that? Well, this is one that I had to think about for a while, man. I'm going to go with Taj McCall. Not a bad one. Yep. Taj McCall, because I think he's going to have less responsibility mm. now with Taron Armstrong and Pat Miller, who, who are able to handle the ball, and he yep. can focus on playing on the wing and, and worry about, you know, um, playing playing that hard-nosed defense, which he's known for. So, I don't mind that. Taj McCall. Yeah. Um, Alex Saar for me. So I've got a couple of these um, these first-year you know players that are taking out some of these awards. I just think he's the sort of player that could get pretty good blocks per minute there. I think he's going to be one of these players that comes on and is an impact player. I think his defensive numbers could be pretty good with the time that he plays there. So, yeah, I'm going to say Alex well, Saar. Well, if you're going, going to go down that center route, I really did think of Isaac Humphries, Ariel Huckaporty, those guys as well. Yeah. They might be in with a shot as well, right? Yeah. So. yeah. Shout out. I know you watched that first episode of the NBL one, uh, sorry, the NBL Next Stars. Um, Ariel Huckporty was pretty interesting seeing that on there, yeah. wasn't it? So Character. looking forward to see. He is looking forward to see how he goes this yeah. year. Um, right, second last one, Coach of the Year. Who you got? Mike Kelly. Mike Kelly. Interesting. Yeah. So you are a bit more high on South East now than you were, right? I am, definitely. Um, yeah. Look, I don't know whether it's a home I had again. I've got another wildcat, but I've gone John, really. You know, given where they were last year, I'm expecting him to have, you know, at least probably a, what did I say there, a... Uh, I've put him to a three-game improvement. Maybe I was being a little bit conservative there, but I think if they go how I'm thinking they will, it could be John, really. Um, last one, a bit of fun. Who finishes higher out of the two of us in NBL Supercoach in the debut year of Supercoach? I think it's me. I'm a Supercoach veteran playing the BBL Supercoach where the scoring is slightly different. Mm. I've, been, I've been on the... Uh, 
the chats with the basketball blokes. Shout out to the basketball blokes. They're uh, the out. official podcast of the NBL now, and yeah. getting some advice from all the people on the on the on the chats there. So hopefully well, that uh, that will help me. Yeah. F- firstly, the correct answer for this is obviously Liam Santamaria because he's in our comp every year and he's just basically unbeatable. Um, do you know how different? I haven't really looked into it too much. You probably have. How different some of the scoring and stuff is this year? Yeah. Because remember, so, we, all, we always said it favoured big guys in the old NBL pretty, dream pretty team format. So you get one point mm. for a point. Mm. One point for a rebound, yeah. two points for an assist, three points for a steal or a block, and then minus two for a turnover. That's so it. no, so no field goal things impacting no, and stuff like that. Now. Interesting. Well, that's a little bit more. I found that a bit hard. Like I, I found I'd watch a game last year and I'd be like, right, that's like two points minus one. I found it a little bit hard. You know, you get your calculator out, but that sounds a little bit more straightforward, doesn't it? So yeah, much like CBS. CBS NBA style, yeah. We yeah, should yeah. mention we've set up the throwback hoops, um, you know, NBL Supercoach um, comp. We've got obviously us two, we've got the two sports blokes, we've got uh, Jacinta, uh, we've got shout out to our boy Nick, uh, we've got Mookie, uh, got Liam, Liam Santa Maria, we've got the, the mighty Sydney Sea Kings, absolute legend of a guy there. Um, we've got Brad Rosen, of course. Um, and a few people know, have joined on, on Coming back, right? and a few people, a few people have sort of followed us and left some comments there. So I really appreciate those guys coming in. Yeah, really looking forward to it. So it'll be one of those things that. I think we've said it before. The beauty with you know fantasy or you know dream team super coach, whatever you want to call it, you can watch a game with you know teams that aren't your favourite team, and you suddenly start rooting and going for people, right? You're like, oh, I've yep. got that guy on my team. And you suddenly start cheering on you know ex player that Love you've it. got on your Love team, it. sort of thing. So looking forward to a bit of banter about that, and we'll still we'll, um, keep people um, updated how that's going. All right, Woods. Well, I'll save those at the end of the season. We'll get those out. Um, will I look like an absolute goose um, picking New Zealand to finish seventh? Um, you know, will some of those picks be be good? See how we go with those, right? Yeah, yeah, good, good. At least you didn't pick Rocco Zagarski to be MVP. No, not MVP. No, but, um, maybe all NBL. No, no, not quite yet. You know, I love the big bloke, right? You're going to get his jersey or what? Uh, I wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah, I'd have to think about that. I'm definitely getting a Ben Henschel. That, that's going to be the first jersey I get this year. But yeah, maybe Rocco later on. Um, look, we're going to go through the round one preview shortly. I thought before we do that, we'll just quickly touch on the Blitz winner. Um, United won there. What's your thoughts, firstly, on this Blitz thing? How we don't have a final like back in the day? I reckon it's a bit rubbish, really. Like, you know, why couldn't they? Had I think you know Perth and uh, Melbourne both run defeated and maybe Tassie or New Zealand. Or, no, I'm, see, I'm already forgetting. But why couldn't they've had a final? Why couldn't it just been a one game final between the two top teams? Like, I guess the blitz isn't really more about winning so much. You know, your coaches want to test out different combinations. Hmm. The public want to get a view of the new imports and the new rotations, new guys on new teams. Yeah. Um, no one's really following the ladder. I mean, as such, at hmm. the end, you're like, all right, this person won, right? This team won, but it's um. Yeah, I hadn't I'm, even realised. Like, I followed that last Wildcats game, then I checked on there, like, oh, Melbourne's there. Is it the Loggins uh, Bruton Cup? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, just it went back on a how many quarters won, I think, right? So, yeah. interesting. I, I, I think it's, I mean, yeah, sure. It'll be yeah, it'll, no, it'll fair like call. some fanfare, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. fair call. And did you think it was, uh, how did you think that it went in Gold Coast? There's obviously been a bit of talk saying they might Definitely. try and keep it. They're a bit of a success, do you reckon? Yeah, I watched most of the games. Um, mm. I was the court looks nice, I reckon. For the last couple of days, but I watched pretty much every game. And just nice, because this is a region that they want to bring, you know, the, the game to and expand the league. For sure, Last yeah. year was Darwin from memory, if I'm it not was. mistaken. Yeah. So, you know, these are areas that... Um, good areas to go and get the public out to, you know, fall in love with the game and, and whatnot. So yeah. um, I think they should continue that trend and, 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 and look to 
to focus on those kind of regions for the blips in the future. And does Lee Montagna sound quite similar to Jack Heverin? Yes, definitely. A very similar voice, doesn't he? I don't know if anyone else picked up on that there. Obviously, we're huge Jack Heverin fans, you know, friend of the podcast there. We'd love to get Jack on again probably in the season. But, yeah, I heard Lee Montagna a few times, and I actually thought, is that Jack? No, it's Lee Montagna. So very similar voice. He's very there. knowledgeable. I actually really like yeah, him. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's fit into the role pretty well, hasn't he? Um, and just final thing on the Blitzwoods. Um, what did I message you after the Kings went none and four? I said, were they going to be like second last? I tried to hang a bit of crap on you there. But any concerns at all with the Kings being none from four or none whatsoever? No, just, no, that, you know, on a just, scale of one to ten, what's your panic meter with the Kings being none for four? Two. Two? All right. Why, why two? DJ Hogue's not, you know, fit. Baldwin mm. is finding his feet. Jalen Adams was ill and he just kind of cruised through. Yeah. I know you mentioned that he didn't look great, but I mean, it's going to take some time and, you know, they've got a new coach and, and whatnot. They were, they were throwing out various different rotations. That's what I said earlier about the Blitz being more about an experimental yeah. time, you know. They'll yeah. be ready to go against Illawarra on my birthday, and hopefully they can give me, give me a good present. But Are you going to have a sneaky screen set up somewhere for your birthday party so you can follow that, or what's the, what's the plan no, with I that? Can't do, I can't do that, man, but I will be checking it, uh, checking my phone every now and again. Right? Sounds and good. Try and Sounds watch good. the replay the next day. Yeah. And did you mention as well, um, so, you know, real friends of ours now, you know, just on the podcast, but actually in real life, the sports blocks are both coming up for your party, and they're making the, the long trip from Perth, getting here Friday night and staying for the weekend. So, no, we're really looking forward to, you know, sort of show them around the local area and all those 100%. sort of things. And, yeah, hopefully they can keep up with you on your, on your big nights, right? Yeah, I booked, they're coming over on Friday night for dinner and we booked them into the Castle Hill Tavern on Saturday to watch the uh, AFL Grand Final as well. So, yeah. AFL Grand Final tip, Collingwood or Brisbane, who you got? Eddie Maguire's Collingwood, right? Well, he's kind of. He's he, he was, he's kind of still, but yeah. Look, my name's Woody. We'll go with Collingwood. All right. Done. Okay. Well, I'm hoping prison win, but no, no real reasons there. All right. Well, as we mentioned, we're less than um, 48 hours away from round one tipping offwards, so we thought maybe we'd um, give our previews like we like to do. Each week after that, we'll sort of do a bit of a review of the previous round and then preview the next round. So um, good to see you've prepared these amazing um, slides as always. So why don't you go through those games one by one, Woods, and maybe we can give a little bit of thought on the on the games there. All right. Let's start with the the throwdown as you mentioned. Um, which is day after tomorrow night. Um, who you got? What a great way to kick off the season, right? Um, yeah, I'm going to say Melbourne for this one. I'm actually, yeah, really looking forward to it. Like I said, you know, it's great to see that it's sold out there. Really good way to kick off the season. Uh, both teams, you know, with a few new players on those on those rosters there. But yeah, Melbourne for me. Yeah, likewise. Actually, while we're on that, you know, you mentioned Delhi in your All in, in NBL first team, right? Mm. I think a guy like Luke Travis might be more more inclined to make that team ahead of yeah. Delhi. But he looked pretty good in the blitz, didn't he? I've got yeah. to say. Yeah, no, good call. All right. So moving on, next game we've got is Brisbane versus Adelaide. Um, so Rocco Zakarski's Brisbane Bullets, right? Exactly. Well, of course I'm going to say them, yeah. I'd say he might get a double-double in his first ever professional game. What do you think? Yeah, look, I mean, Brisbane should take care of it. Um, I think, uh, you know... Baines look good. What about mm. Josh Bannon? Do you have him in your fantasy team, in your Supercoach team? I don't. I do have quite a lot of young guys on my team, but I don't have Josh Bannon there. Well, you got him? Or? Yeah, I think I got him. He's a game-time decision, I think, so we'll have to keep that, keep our eyes on that to see if he's going to play or not. And what about, just quickly, you mentioned Baines there, that big 2020 game in the Blitz. Yeah. Is he going to have a bit of a... I don't know whether he was disappointing last year. He'd been out of the game for a while and had a very serious injury, but you're expecting a big year from Bainesy? Yeah, I'm expecting a much better year. I mean, he's, what, 36 maybe now, right? Mm. I, I guess um, he's going to be one year removed from that serious injury, one more year yeah. removed from that serious injury he had. He was a bit disappointing, um, but, you know, he was in a situation where he thought he might not ever play basketball again. Yeah. So um, just to see him on the floor now and, and finishing off his career, 
um, it, it's great did, to see. Did you see what Rocco said as well? He's actually closer in age to Bainesy's son than he is with Bainesy, so that just blew me away when I heard that. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I also heard Shannon Scott on commentary, and he was saying how much of a sponge Rocco is, mm. um, and, and 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 Harrison being able to like you know you know learn from from yeah. a veteran and a an experienced campaigner like like Aaron Bain. So it's really going to do wonders for those two younger big men. Yeah, uh, absolutely. In there, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, with this next one, I'm looking forward to. All right, man. So Friday night, I think uh, the sports blokes will be over. This is Perth, so it's a 9.30 start, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Right? It is, so yeah, it is. Perth oh, versus Tasmania. Really pumped for this one. So we should probably quickly say as well, Woods, um, a bit of a surprising news today. Well, I thought it was a surprise anyway. So Perth did sign that third import. Um, yeah. So I believe he goes by the name of Dr. Doolittle, right? So when I saw that name, I had to laugh a little bit there. But, yeah, we're calling talking Christian Doolittle. Uh, first thing I said to you today was, geez, I really signed some obscure um, imports. Not sure what the budget was like left for that one. I'd love to have some of that Sydney Kings budget and get some, you know, 300-game <laughs> NBA player or something. But, no, we won't, we won't go on about that again. But um, what do you think? The rumours, well, not rumours, apparently left his, his um, last team with some disciplinary issues with the coach there. But what are your thoughts on that, bringing in this third import, you know, literally three days before their first game? Do you think he'll even play on Friday? Maybe not. He's going to have to clear, you know, health checks and, you mm. know, do physicals and things like that. So, um, and also maybe a working visa to play, things like that, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think he'll probably more likely play in the, uh, the, the, the Sunday the, game, the, yeah. The Sunday game versus Southeast Melbourne, yeah. Good call. Well, no, definitely Perth for me, but looking forward to that one. I, I, I like both these teams. Tasmania's yeah. a bit of a mini Wildcats team as well, so. Likewise, I'm going to go yeah. with Perth. All right, then yeah. we move on to New Zealand versus Cairns. Who you got there? Um, yeah, I'll say New Zealand for that one. Probably it'll close. Be, it'll close. be a good game. I'm going to yeah. go New Zealand as well, right? Yeah. Um, all right, Hawks versus Kings. Is there, is there a name for this game or...? Uh, the highway, the free, the freeway, the freeway series, right? Or something is like that. that. What it is? Okay. Yeah, 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 nice. yeah. Nice. They're um, all stupid names, but I'm going to go the Kings for sure. Yeah. I'm going to say an upset. I'm going to say Illawarra in a close one there. Um, you want to do that to me on my birthday, man? I'm going to do that to you on your birthday. birthday. Yeah, yeah. Come on, well, if you're not watching it on your birthday, it won't matter. But I'm, I'm saying that JJ gets the boys up and they win by maybe two points. All right. All right. Two right, two games uh, to go, right? Or two Adelaide, or Mel Adelaide, Melbourne. Uh, I mean, I know Adelaide is at home there, but can you see them even challenging Melbourne? Uh, I want to say Melbourne by twenty. Yeah, okay. Yep. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you there. Mm -hmm. Melbourne to win, and then finally Southeast at home versus Perth. I should say as well, quickly, we did speak the other day, Woods, it looks like a lot of the, the schedules this week are literally Thursday to Sunday games, so not a lot of those Monday games we saw last year, you know, poor Illawarra are playing these games on a Monday night at 8 o'clock at night with about a 1,000 people there, so I actually probably like it. I don't think Monday was quite a success there. I think there's a few games later in the year, but I quite like the Sunday, uh, sorry, the Thursday night to Sunday slots. Um, look, this should be a great game as well. We saw these um, two teams have a really good play in um, game last year, which the, the Wildcats got up there with BC going crazy. So, um, of course, I'm going to say the Wildcats win, so I'm going to say they'll start off a nice 2-0 and with um, against some pretty good opposition. Yeah, I'm going to go Southeast Melbourne at home there, so they'll split yep. it. Oh, you know what? No, I'm going to go Perth. Perth to, Perth to, to nice. start with two wins and Southeast Melbourne to start with two losses. Hey, I don't know what's going on with you, bro. You put that Bryce Cotton jersey on a few weeks ago and now you're picking Perth to make the grand final. You're picking Perth to win all these games. I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I'm just a little bit surprised. Uh, Keep it up. Favorite, my favourite player in the league is 
is probably Keanu Pinder and he's at yeah, Perth. True, now, true. So that makes a big You ordered that jersey yet or not? Or is that coming? Uh, no, I will, I will. I will shortly, yeah. Nice, nice. I appreciate that, Wood. So, yeah, really looking forward to round one. So, yeah, you know, I encourage anyone, you know, around the country to, you know, try and get to a live game, you know, watch the games that you can. Definitely get your super coach um, team going as well. So it just gives yep, you that little definitely. bit more interest. And, you know, let us know on social media, email, all those sort of things, you know, any thoughts about that, any players you reckon we should have on our team and everything like that and bring on round one. All right, so there's not a whole lot going on in the rest of the basketball world, so we don't really have much NBA to talk about. We'll get, you know, have a bit more NBA in the coming weeks. There's also going to be a little bit of a WNBA segment next week. When um, Should I tease you who our host is next week? I think yeah. we've already said it, right? Oh, we have. So um, Jacinta, you know, great friend of the show now. She'll be at your party on Saturday. So we're getting Jacinta on. We're definitely going to talk some WNBA. So by that stage, the finals will be on. Um, will it be that Las Vegas and New York series that I think everyone's been wanting? Um, no, New York lost their first game, which was a surprise there, but there's a bit of WNBA next week and of course some NBA there might be some Dame Lillard trade news by then um, there's reports that Toronto might be in the box seat there so but we might go on to I know it's one of your favourite parts of the show but some classic packs and you've got something different for us tonight yeah, right? Yeah just got a small pack um, mm. now I've, I was sent a 35 a pack of 35 of these and a 5 pack so we've got pack the, of 35 right yeah, of these same cards and then wow. a smaller one a 5 pack so we could turn the 35 one into a whole episode, couldn't we? Yeah, I think we'll break it up like we did with the big packs. The hey, packs tell like. me on the front, is there any like special things to look out for in these ones? Are we going to get like a, a signed Trey Young card or anything like that in there? Or what are we going to get? It doesn't say anything like that. Okay. I've never actually opened 16, 17 cards when really No, big, we haven't so, really had yeah. cards from around this yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had Panini stickers. I know, you know, me and my daughter, shout out to Emily, we're collecting those. But yeah, never really had any Panini cards. So let's see what we've got here. Let's hope for a hawk, right? Five cards. Let's get a hawk for your birthday. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Okay. Lo loved this guy, you know, when he was at the Clippers. Um, he then uh, went, to, he was in that controversial Phoenix team with multiple point guards. Um, a really, really good defender. Um, oh, surprisingly out of the league. Eric, them, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. yeah, he was in China last time we heard, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, he was a he was an exciting player, wasn't he? he had that amazing sort of upper body on him and stuff like yeah. that. There, I think the shooting always held him back a little bit, um, but I think he yep. did improve it a little bit. But how old is he now? Has he got any date of birth there? Are we going to see him back at all? Do you think, or is that that it for Eric Bledsoe? Yeah, so nineteen eighty nine. So he would be sixty four. Junior thirty four. Yeah, mm, interesting. Yeah, probably probably a little bit too late for him now. Now, we've seen this guy with a lot of success in Europe and at the international level as well. Um, if it wasn't for uh, an incident he had with Bobby Portis, um, wow. and then a short stint at wow. Milwaukee, I think. Nikola, Nikola Miritich, right? Nikola Miritich. He was a good player, right? Yeah, that's kind of the first thing you think of. If you probably Googled Nikola Miritich, it would probably be Nikola Miritich, Bobby Porter. So yep. for those that don't know, they had a bit of a you know scuffle in practice with the Bulls and Bobby Porter. So you would not mess with that guy's got crazy eyes and basically clocked Miritich. And, um, and he's only turning 32 this year. So yeah. Um, yeah, he had some, some decent couple of years, didn't he? Yeah, yep. I liked him. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't really remember this guy. He played for the Jazz. Um, he was drafted second round, pick 52 in 2016. Um, he went to Weber State, 6 foot 9. We Weber State, right? If he's yeah, the same college as yeah, Dame Lillard. Ah, I feel like I should know that. What number was he? Number 22. Mm, nah, it's not jumping out to me. Who we got? Joel Bolombi. Wow. 
Mate, you could have given me 150 clues and I would, still wouldn't have even got one of those guys' names. Shout out to Joe Balombi. <laughs> All right, this guy, I don't know if he's still on the Hawks. I think he's not anymore, but... Um, we yeah, got a Hawk. I don't know. He, he was a Minnesota Timberwolves at this time. Had, has played for the Hawks. Six foot 11. Went to Louisville with Dengadel, right? Right. Um, I think Dengadel was his teammate at Louisville, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. Gorgie? Yeah, yep, yep. Gorgie yep. Deng. Gorgie Deng. Nah, he's not with them. I think he might have finished off with... Um... Uh, the Spurs last year from memory actually didn't mind me a bit of Gorgie Dang. He's one of those, you know, stretch five sort of guys that can spread the floor. How old's he? Because he's one of those guys that always probably looked a bit older than what he was, I think. But so he's thirty-three. You, thirty-three. Yeah, I mean, he probably still bounced around the fact that he's a big guy can still shoot there, but didn't mind some of the, the moments he had for the Hawks. So, so you wouldn't say that's the best card we've ever pulled there, right? No, and just double checking. Uh, yeah, Louisville teammates at Louisville. Oh, they were good little fun fact. Out. So read out those five there. That was um, an interesting. Got one more. Got one, oh, more. one more. One more. Okay. So okay. give me something good for this one. Multiple time All Star. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Will be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Um, he's still kicking on at the Miami Heat. Um, started off at Memphis and Houston before really oh. thriving at Toronto. Of course, Kyle Lowry. Nice. And tell me, all those cards, are they all kind of regular cards? They're all just the, the standard sort of cards that all look the same? Yeah, they are. So read me the ones you got there. So Kyle Lowry was good, but what were the other ones? Uh, Georgie Deng. Yeah. Joel Bolombi. Bolomboy. <laughs> Bolomboy. Yeah. Bolomboy. Nikolai, Nikola Muritich and Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Wow. It's, um, it's not the best pack we've ever had, but I'm glad we kind of saved it with the Kyle Lowry one at the end. I've got the 35 pack, so let's see. It's nice to actually tell clues about players that are more... Uh, recent than the old players that we know. Yeah, of course, of course. It's you know maybe people can relate to that a bit more. Perhaps some of the younger ones that you know listen and watch the show there. So Kyle well, Lowry definitely a, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'd say it would be. I mean, I was a big fan of Kyle Lowry in those first few years with Houston. There, I really like the way he went about it. Just fearless the way he drove for the basket. And then always had that big body on him, didn't he? There, the bodyguard, so. the bodyguard. That's what yeah. you call him, right? So you talk about Kyle Lowry. Uh, Six-time NBA All-Star, man. So that's yeah, pretty, right. pretty impressive, right? I'd yeah. say in this day and age, six-time All-Star and a, a championship winner yep. um, gets you in the Hall of Fame for sure. So I appreciate that, Woods. Well, this is the time of the show where we get a bit sad, right? We're going to um, obviously not going to be doing this. So why don't you tell everyone, what's the reason why you're not going to be here for the next month? I hope you got a decent excuse. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I'm turning 40 and, it's, you know, it's been a really tough year for, for the family and myself and, you know, work's had a lot, been, you know, a lot, lot, lot going on at work. So I just needed a break. Mm-hmm. So um, a good friend of mine, Adrian's getting married in London. So I thought I would uh, visit the UK. I've got family over in Newport, Wales. So if I'm going to London, I'll visit the family um, and go to Adrian's wedding. Um, and yeah, then I'm heading off to India for the um, 2023 50 over one day international cricket world cup so yeah i'll be um watching quite a few games there in my home town of madras or chennai so basically um, around the world trip all right well do you know i know nothing about cricket these days unless we're talking 90s west australian players but who who are the, the teams that are probably likely to, to win this 50 over world cup you'd have to like look at the uh, asian teams in their home conditions right mm-hmm. so india mm-hmm. i like pakistan they're pr- very much unpredictable like they used to be uh, back in the day when you were watching the game. They could yeah. be the best team on one day, the worst team on the next day. Mm. And then, you know, England, they're the, they're, the, they're, the, they're the reigning champs. So you can't write England off. And, and Australia, any chance or not? They're looking, they've really been hit with the injury bug. And a lot of their guys aren't coming into this tournament 100% fit. And they've been struggling in the lead up. So 
Um, you can't count them out, but uh, I probably would have them outside of the top four. Yeah. Well, that, that might be the most cricket we've ever spoken together, Wood, so I do appreciate that. What about Smokey? Give me a Smokey team that you know, no one's expecting that might be a chance to you know, make the semis or something, you know? Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. All right, nice. That's because you've got a few Lankan mates, right? You're just throwing a shout well, out they've got, they've got good spinners and the ball's going to turn in India, right? So, you know, you, 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 you know, some of these Western teams struggle against those spinners. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, make sure you're tuning in and, um, you know, following the show when you're away. So, yeah, I guess what the plan is from this end here, so as I mentioned, we're getting Jacinta on next week. So anyone in the basketball circles will know what an absolute guru she is about basketball there. So I'm sure she'll be rocking a jersey for us. Um, we'll do the NBL previews, reviews, and everything else like that. So um, and then we're going to get um, Stu and Nathan from the sports blokes. We're going to get them to come on individually there. So I've actually got a pack of cards saved when Stu comes on. So I'm going to I'm going to do the opposite. I'm actually going to read the clues and try and stump Stu there. So that'll be a bit of a, a role reversal for me there. I've got a couple of packs there, so I'll let him choose it. Um, then also to round out the, the four episodes, you're not going to be here. We're getting um, another great friend of the show, Mookie Ski Rally, coming on. So um, obviously we love Mookie's work there. Really enjoy yeah. catching up with him. So um, we're sort of working on schedules then. We'll try and get the podcast out each week prior to these Thursday games. Um, bear with me I'm sort of doing a little bit more with, with Woods doing his round the world junket there but we'll certainly do our best um, well look before I go into the, the outro stuff Woods just want to you know, wish you a really happy 40th birthday for this Saturday um, looking Thanks, forward man. to celebrate the night with you there looking forward to, to eat a lot of Indian food Indian buffet if I'm not mistaken so yeah, right. yeah. yeah looking forward to that one for sure mate all right, well, just a, a reminder, as I said at the start of the show, um, please make sure you, you know, follow us our social medias. We're you know, pretty active on X or Twitter, still running with our Twitter there, but um, throwback, uh, Throwbacks Hoops um, on Instagram with throwback.hoops. Email address is throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. Um, you want to give a short shout-out to Woods? Patreon, thanks for everyone's ongoing support. Uh, yeah, that's it. Sweet. Well, look, really looking forward to this round one. Um, you know I'm going to throw to you for the last word there, Wood, so we're not going to have you on the show for about a month now, but, yeah, anything you want to you want to finish the show with? I mean, I'm going to have to figure out how I can watch the NBL in India and Europe, man. <laughs> Maybe mm. KO with a VPN, but, nah, look, man, you're in great hands. Um, I'm going to be listening, and obviously uh, you're going to let, uh, let one of them guest host, or are you going to be hosting all four? See how I go. See what sort of mood I'm in. Yeah, no, we'll work out something, right? We'll definitely keep it posted. You'll have to show me a few of the little things you do in the background, but uh, really want to wish you a safe trip and a happy 40th. Uh, and it's a big peace out from the Throwback Hoops crew. Peace.